Hello, this is Volodymyr Anfimov from Kyiv, and now you're listening Ukraine Under Siege, Russia's Unforgivable War. U.S. Undersecretary of Defense for Policy Colin Kahl said on Monday that Russia has lost about 70,000 to 80,000 military killed and wounded in the war against Ukraine. Now we're talking about killed in action and wounded in action together. This number may be a little lower or a little higher, but I think that the order of numbers is something like this, Kahl said at a briefing. Ukrainian fighting spirit and will to fight is undeniable and I think much higher than the average Russian will to fight, so I think that gives Ukrainians a significant advantage," he added. In mid-July, an assessment of the British military became known, according to which Russia had lost more than 30% of the offensive potential of ground forces. That's 50,000 Russian soldiers killed or wounded in the war, minus almost 1,700 Russian tanks and almost 4,000 armed V fighting vehicles. According to the general staff of the armed forces of Ukraine, the total losses of Russian troops in Ukraine as of Monday are about 42,500 servicemen. The Kremlin is preparing referenda in the south of Ukraine. The day before, such training was announced in Melitopol, which has become one of the centers of collaborators in the occupied Zaporizhia region. But, according to the real mayor of the city, Ivan Fyodorov, the invaders brought about 700 extras to Melitopol. Thus, they created a picture for the Russian media. The invaders failed to gather their supporters among the local population. Residents of occupied Kherson are trying to bribe they offer 500 US dollars per vote on a pseudo vote. The day before, Volodymyr Zelensky said that pseudo referendums would close any possibility of negotiations with Ukraine for Russia. And now Vladimir Putin is pretending that it's not Russia that is going to hold so called referendums, but the local population. On August 8, Russia notified the United States that it was temporarily waiving inspections of its nuclear weapons under the Bilateral Strategic Nuclear Reduction Treaty. Literally, in the statement of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, statements of the Russian Foreign Ministry on the situation with the Treaty on Measures for the Further Reduction and Limitation of Strategic Offensive Arms start. The bilateral agreement between Russia and the United States on the mutual reduction of deployed strategic nuclear arsenals provided for the reduction of deployed nuclear warheads for each of the parties. It has been operating since 1991. On January 29, 2021, Russian President Vladimir Putin once again extended the agreement until February 5, 2026. The US Department of Defense on Monday announced the allocation of another 1 billion US dollars military aid package to Ukraine. The new package of military assistance to Ukraine covers additional ammunition for high-mobility rockets and artillery systems HIMARS, 75,000 shells for 155mm artillery, 20-120mm mortar systems and 2,000 shells up to 120mm mortars, munitions for national advanced Air Defense Systems NASAMS, 1,000 javelins and hundreds of 84 anti-tank systems, 50 infantry fighting vehicles, claymore and personal ammunition, C4 explosives, explosive ammunition and explosive equipment, medical supplies such as first aid kits, dressings, monitors and other equipment. In total, during the Joe Biden administration, the United States provided Ukraine with about 9.8 billion US dollars in military aid. 
At least 17.7 million Ukrainians will need protection and assistance in the coming months. This is stated in the UN statement. It is noted that the new data is 2 million more than predicted in April. According to the UN Humanitarian Aid Coordinator for Ukraine, Dennis Brown, the situation will worsen with the onset of winter. After all, more people are likely to leave regions where there will be no access to gas fuel or electricity for home heating. The UN has increased its request for assistance to Ukraine from 2.25 billion US dollars to 4.3 billion US dollars to continue providing critical assistance and protection to people in Ukraine until December 2022. The destruction of tens of thousands of homes, lack of access to fuel, gas or electricity due to the infrastructure damage could be a matter of life and death if people cannot hit their homes, the UN added. Thank you for listening to us and helping to bring closer the victory of Ukrainians in the struggle for freedom and independence. Glory to Ukraine!